0: Section 3 of The Letters of Lord Nelson to Lady Hamilton, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Adrian Wheel. The Letters of Lord Nelson to Lady Hamilton, Volume 2 by Horatio Nelson. Section 3, Letters 51 to 55. LETTER 51. VICTORY, AUGUST twelfth, eighteen 1804. Although, my dearest Emma, from the length of time my other letters have been getting to you I cannot expect that this will share a better fate, yet, as the Childers is going to Rosas to get us some news from Paris, which is the only way I know of what is passing in England, I take my chance of the post, but I expect the Kent will be in England before this letter, and by which ship I write to the Admiralty relative to my health. Therefore, I shall only say that I hope a little of your good nursing with ass's milk will set me up for another campaign. Should the Admiralty wish me to return in the spring for another year, but I own I think we shall have peace. The ambuscade arrived this day fortnight with our victuals etc., and very acceptable they were. By her I received your letters of May the fourteenth, twenty-second, and thirtieth via Lisbon and of April the ninth, 15th, 18th, May the 10th, 18th, eighteenth, twenty-ninth, June the 1st and 5th, through, I suppose, the Admiralty. The box, you mention, is not arrived, nor have I a scrap of a pen from Davison. The weather in the Mediterranean seems much altered. In July, seventeen days, the fleet was in a gale of wind. I have often wrote to Davison, to pay for all the improvements at Merton, The new building, the chamber over the dining-room, you must consider. The stair-window we settled was not to be stopped up. The underground passage will, I hope, be made, but I shall, please God, soon see it all. I have wrote you, my dear Emma, about Horatia, but by the Kent I shall write fully. May God bless you, my dearest, best-beloved Emma, and believe me, ever, your most faithful and affectionate. Kind love and regards to Mrs. Cadogan and all friends. God bless you, again and again. Letter 52. Victory, August 20th, 1804. My dearest Emma, the Kent left us three days ago, and as the wind has been perfectly fair since her departure, I think she will have a very quick passage and arrive long before this letter, But as a ship is going to Rosas, I will not omit the opportunity of writing through Spain. As you say, the letters all arrive safe. We have nothing but gales of wind, and I have had for two days fires in the cabin to keep out the very damp air. I still hope that by the time of my arrival in England we shall have peace. God send it. I have not yet received your muff. I think, probably, I shall bring it with me. I hope Davison has done the needful, in paying for the alterations at Merton. If not, it is now too late, and we will fix a complete plan and execute it next summer. I shall be clear of debt, and what I have will be my own. God bless you. Amen. Amen. George Eliot goes to Malta for a convoy to England this day. If you ever see Lord Minto, say so. Letter 53. 53. Victory, August the 31st, 1804, say, 30th at evening. Therefore I wrote, in fact, this day, through Spain. My dearest Emma, yesterday I wrote to you through Spain, this goes by Naples. Mr. Falconet, I think, will send it, although I am sure he feels great fear from the French minister for having anything to do with us. Mr. Greville is a shabby fellow. It never could have been the intention of Sir William, but that you should have had seven hundred pounds a year, neat money, for when he made the will the income tax was double to what it is at present, and the estate which it is paid from is increasing every year in value. It may be law, but it is not just, nor inequity would, I believe, be considered as the will and intention of Sir William. Never mind, thank God you do not want of his kindness, nor will he give you justice. I may fairly say all this, because my actions are different even to a person who has treated me so ill as to so-and-so i know the full extent of the obligation i owe him and he may be useful to me again but i can never forget his unkindness to you but i guess many reasons influenced his conduct in bragging of his riches and my honourable poverty but as i have often said and with honest pride what i have is my own it never cost the widow a tear or the nation a farthing i got what i have with my pure blood from the enemies of my country "'Our house, my own Emma, is built upon a solid foundation, "'and will last to us when his house and lands "'may belong to others than his children. "'I would not have believed it from any one but you, "'but if I ever go abroad again, "'matters shall be settled very differently. "'I am working hard with Gibbs about Bronte, "'but the calls upon me are very heavy. "'Next September, I shall be clear, I am in September 1805.' I have wrote to both Acton and the Queen about you. I do not think she likes Mr Elliot, and therefore I wish she had never shown him my letters about you. We also know that he has a card of his own to play. Dr Scott, who is a good man, although poor fellow very often wrong in the head, is going with Staines in the Chameleon, just to take a peep at Naples and Palermo. I have introduced him to Acton, who is very civil to everybody from me. The admiralty proceedings towards me you will know much sooner than I shall. I hope they will do the thing handsomely, and allow of my return in the spring, but I do not expect it. I am very uneasy at your and Horatia being on the coast, for you cannot move if the French make the attempt, which I am told they have done, and been repulsed. Pray God it may be true. I shall rejoice to hear you and Horatia are safe at Merton, and happy shall I be the day I join you. Gannam justum. Gaetano is very grateful for your remembrance of him. Mr. Chevalier is an excellent servant. William says he has wrote twice. I suppose he thinks that enough. This is written within three miles of the fleet in Toulon, who are looking very tempting. Kind regards to Mrs. Cadogan, Charlotte, etc., and compliments to all our joint friends, for they are no friends of mine who are not friends to Emma. God bless you again and again. Captain Hardy has not been very well and I fancy Admiral Wirry will be sorry to see England especially since he has been promoted he expects his flag may get up God bless you my dearest Emma and be assured I am ever most faithfully your's letter fifty four victory september twenty ninth eighteen o four this day my dearest Emma which gave me birth i consider as more fortunate than common days as by my coming into this world it has brought me so intimately acquainted with you, whom my soul holds most dear. I well know that you will keep it, and have my dear Horatia to drink my health. Forty-six years of toil and trouble. How few more the common lot of mankind leads us to expect, and therefore it is almost time to think of spending the few last years in peace and quietness. By this time, I should think, either my successor is named, or permission is granted me to come home, "'and if so, you will not long receive this letter before I make my appearance, "'which will make us, I am sure, both truly happy. "'We have had nothing for this fortnight but gales of easterly winds and heavy rains. "'Not a vessel of any kind or sort joined the fleet. "'I was in hope Dr. Scott would have returned from Naples, "'and that I could have told you something comfortable for you from that quarter, "'and it is now seven weeks since we heard from Malta.' Therefore I know nothing of what is passing in the world. I would not have you, my dear Emma, allow the work of brick and mortar to go on in the winter months. It can all be finished next summer, when I hope we shall have peace, or such an universal war as will upset that vagabond, Bonaparte. I have been tolerable well till this last bad weather, which has given me pains in my breast. But never mind, all will be well when I get to Merton.' Admiral Campbell, who is on board, desires to be remembered to you. He does not like much to stay here after my departure. Indeed, we all draw so well together in the fleet that I flatter myself the sorrow for my departure will be pretty general. Admiral Murray will be glad to get home. Hardy is as good as ever, and Mr. Secretary Scott is an excellent man. God bless you, my dearest Emma, and be assured I am ever your most faithful and affectionate N and B. Kiss, dear Horatia. I hope she is at Merton. Fixed. Letter, 55. Victory, October 7th, oh four, two 2 p.m. I wrote you, my dearest Emma, this morning, by way of Lisbon, but a boat which is going to Torbay, having brought out a cargo of potatoes, will, I think, get home before the Lisbon packet. I shall only say, Gazelle, Gannam, Justum, and that I love you beyond all the world. This may be read by French, Dutch, Spanish or Englishman, for it comes from the heart of, my Emma, your faithful and affectionate, Nelson and Bronte. I think the gentry will soon come out. I cannot say more by such a conveyance. End of section three. Recording by Adrian Wheel